four, 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 four. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pod Thunder with your boy, the young light skin Keith Sweat. And here to my left, my guy, Hassan. Freshman Juco transferred to UMass Dartmouth. His season stats this year, one sack, 13 tackles, and seven games. And to and my guy, returning guest to the right, first team all-region, first team all-New England, eight games played, 51 receptions, 1,181 yards, and nine tutties, and he was snub All-American, my guy, Angel Sanchez. Let's get it, baby. Yo, what's good? Appreciate you, appreciate you. That's the goat right there. Yeah. That's my roommate. <laughs> Hassan's roommate. Let's give a little introduction. How was your first year at UMass dorming with the first team on New England, all-region guy, Angel Sanchez? I mean... It was alright. It ain't really nothing, you know. Now nah, I'm just playing, man. It was, it was pretty cool, man. You know, uh, me and Angel grew up together. Uh, been playing football together since we were like six, seven. Uh, so it's just, it's been a blessing, you know. Especially when you get to play with a childhood friend, especially somebody like, like to his stature, like this is Angel Sanchez. We talk about, like, <laughs> like, like for real. Let's be, let's keep it a hundred. Like you talk about Rhode Island football, you get the quitty page, you get the. CJ Waits, the Raven, the Oliver, and then you get the Angel Sanchez. It's like, so you think Angel's on a different level, like I mean, the level of the quitties is what you're trying to imply. Yeah, I'm saying that when they say quitty pay, Angel Sanchez's name should be brought up with him, as in a Rhode Island great. As I mean, they both went to the same school. They both did the same things at the same school. So like, why not? Like, yeah. So you said your childhood friend. Has that always been like his reputation from like the beginning? Do you think like you could see that as at a young age? Yeah, I mean, he'll tell you. I mean, I was his first quarterback, so like I'm handing him the ball. Oh, yeah, he, not, not, not a lot of people know that. You know, Smokey, so, you know, yeah, I was that. Di- no, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, you know, um, you were that quarterback. Get in, just hand it off to the running back and get out the way. Oh no, I used to do some things, Effie. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do some things. Yeah, tell us what you're doing. He's watching the podcast. Yeah, you know, Coach Heidi, shout out to Coach Heidi, my boy uh, Keith. Mom, you know, that was my first coach. Uh, you know, she used to let me just. Have fun out there. It was really my first time playing football, so I really didn't know nothing about football. I just knew I was bigger than a lot of people. Um, they tried to make me play center. My first, I knew I wasn't really going <laughs> to let nobody be under me while I'm snapping. So, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I really yeah. just went with that. And other than that, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> but now, yeah, other than that, man, it's just, you know, Angels are, like I said, we grew up together, so it's, it's not even a friend anymore. It's more like a family. It's a brother thing. You know, his family loves me. My family loves him. So it was just easy. Like, we made the, like, he definitely made the decision for me to go over there to Dartmouth. Um, it does be my next question. So did you seek out UMass because of Angel, or does happen to be, like, a huge coincidence? Yeah, literally because of Angel. Um, last year I was dealing with injuries. Um, I was up in this junior college up in Oklahoma. Yeah, so we can you know we can slow it down a little bit. So let's get back into your detail, like your background, because Angel's been he's fighting for a top guest of the EG Pod Thunder. <laughs> Not all published, but he has to be the most recurring guest. You'll yes, see sir. all of them at one point. Everybody wants to see Angel. Yeah, man, you got the one of the most uh, viewed reels on the Instagram. I think it's at like seven thousand. Oh, I think yeah. the most reposted that was like thirty people reposted that one. But um, you know, <laughs> to get back to so. People know Angel's story a little bit more on this podcast who are returning viewers. So again, to Hassan, I like to get to all my guests. So you said that, you know, what year did you start uh, playing co- um, Bob Warner? I started, I was 
six, seven. That was probably around like two thousand seven, seven, eight, eight nine. Yeah, yeah so well, well, like, like fourth grade, yeah, fifth grade fourth type. grade. Yeah, I was always like a, I was always a soccer kid. Like my pops wanted me to play soccer. You know, just you I was, like, I was nice at it, but it was just like we had this neighbor outside, and I used to see him and his brothers just throw like footballs outside. I'm like, yeah, I want to go do that. And then we used to like p- go past. Um, this is Park Eagle Park. That's where the North End Forty Nine ers used to play. Shout out North End Forty Nine ers. Facts. So that was um. So soccer just wasn't for you. You're like, oh, this is cool, and I'm all right at it. But you know, football is kind of like your calling. Yeah, it didn't excite me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I just go play soccer. I was like, right, I could go do that. Like I'm having fun. Kind of more like a recreational sport. Like yeah, a board it was something. Type of thing. Yeah, you know, I was I was good at it. I had a couple boys and girls club MVPs, but like, when I see, <laughs> you know, boys said, boys said, nah, yeah, boys man. and girls club. All right, now nah, I gotta show my credentials. All right, but no, nah, yeah, once you should I, have said that could have been part of the introduction. All right, boys and girls club MVP. <laughs> but no, nah, yeah, as soon as I like, it was literally love at first sight. Like as soon as I started playing football, I was like, okay, I really want to do this. But like, since oh seven oh eight. And then, so you started uh, doing that. You started off where at the uh, 49ers, you said 49ers in my first team, and that's when you and Angel met, yeah. And um, Angel's apparently a dog at that point already, too. You're out here, what you spin moving on kids or what, juking everybody else, man. Yo, you never talked about your 49ers days on the podcast because those days are serious, let me right? Tell you something. So, let me tell you something <laughs> before you even finish. When I tell you, Angel will get on the sideline and just run, like that's it, <laughs> like his moves didn't come until like fifth sixth seventh grade but like you just this one he was wearing number 22 like you just give him the ball reggie bush tight yeah. and then i you know next year i had a little 21 little 21, LT, yeah, little LT. LT. and then he switched to that one and it was like yeah. all right yeah this kid is he's gonna be something special nah but my flag days shit i got the ball and started running I ain't no really moves it nah, <laughs> was just running. faster than other kids really but yeah, like he said, I started getting moves like five, fifth, sixth grade, yeah. and you know, actually adjusting, getting used to uh, like tackle football because at that time I just got into we just got into tackling, I think. Yeah. And like so, like literally the next year, like yeah, championship, and then they moved us up, and it was like, oh. Yeah, so we were all in the same age group, and then once we got to, I want to say sixth grade, they moved me and Hassan up like uh to seven, the older boys. Seven. Yeah, to seventh grade. No, no, no. No, we were at seventh. Fifth. They yeah. really moved us up. No, I think we played up the whole time. So when you're playing up, are you guys nervous? Are you accepting the challenge that is? Do you even remember? Nah, because at that time, you got to understand, like, if... Football's football. Football's football. <laughs> if you're a ball player, you're a ball player. If you could, if you know you could go out there and ball, and it's like, if my thing is, once the game was slow for me as a kid, I knew I was having fun. Like, if I put myself in position, like, oh, I can make that tackle. I can catch that ball. It's like, okay. You can throw that pass. You yeah. Can yeah. And, it doesn't, <laughs> and it doesn't matter which level you're, I mean, unless you're playing. Like, us, we have to scrimmage the older team every time. Like, we always have to them. So, they'll whoop our ass. <laughs> you was basically the JV, essentially. Like, you're giving them the look. No, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're, like, giving them the look, and they're just, like... <laughs> but that's preparing you though for high no, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. facts. Because like, and it, and it's crazy because that team that we had, we stuck around for like at least we played all played together for six years. Straight. Yeah, we was deep. Was you always the big dude in the team? No, that's crazy. That's you, crazy. You like gross Burke at some point? I, I, something. I don't know <laughs> what it was. Like I was always like little, but like I wasn't always too small. You know. Is that Jalaf? Yeah, that's that Jalaf rise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Niners, you guys, uh, any big accomplishments on the Niners you guys had together? Like any uh, playoff teams or was kind of more just a, yeah, a learning lesson, stuff like that? Uh, so first championship we had in tackling was in 2010. That's like the first championship we got there. Uh, 2011, oof, that's when it started getting serious. We got a little older. We got stronger. And that's the year we whooped CF Panther 33-7 to in the playoffs to go to the chip. It's so odd to me how CF's always like good for like Pop Warner or AYF. Yeah, or whatever yeah AYF. The and then they like are horrendous typically in like high school and stuff like that. They have like one, two good years. Yeah. But then I don't know where those drop off. Why do you guys think that is? I don't, I don't really. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. Because their youth, their youth team, like when we were yeah. younger, they were actually like good. Yeah. But I it, just. It, it could also be like the, you know, the Pawtucket school system. Like some people, like you got all these dogs that play with each other as kids. Like kids they that play fail on. And it's like. They all was like, oh, we should link up together, all go to Shea. And I don't think a really a lot of kids was like, oh, let's all go to CF and play for Central Falls High School and do that. I mean, that's probably a reason, but nah, CF always, they always, always had ball players. Like, they always had ball players. Yeah, for sure. But it's just, I don't know. It's, it's odd how it doesn't translate. So, Niners, you guys win a championship, you guys beat CF. Then, doesn't the Niners, they, don't they close as like a fold as an organization? Like, they, right? Yeah, but right that was they? like, Three years after we left. Oh, so you yeah, guys were there the like entire time. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was gone by then. Like. Yeah, we was oh, in high school. You went from Hendrickson to from Niners to Hendrickson? No, so I was with the 49ers from flag to seventh grade. The seventh grade, I went to Edgewood Eagles. Shout out Edgewood Eagles. Um, then from Edgewood, I went to Hendy. Mm, what was yeah. the, why the switch to Eagles? <sighs> Man, uh, so I actually wanted me and my like day one boy Nas. Like, knew each other since, like, kindergarten. So, and, like, we always talked about playing with each other and stuff. And me, personally, was... You was there that last year when I got... when We was both held down, yeah, right? Yeah, you played on so, the So, yeah. Team. Really, like, to keep it a buck, I would get the ball. There's no blocking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, no blocking, but, like, I don't know. I just wanted a different different team just to see how you know shit works because it was also a different like league because 49ers are in AYF mm -hmm. and Edgewood is in Pop Warner so they go by like weight and stuff so it was just like different I don't know and I was really wanted to go to Fairlawn Cardinals but really? my mom wasn't letting that happen yeah so the connection between me and Dante oh, gotcha, would have gotcha. definitely happened earlier but you know y'all got lucky as kids <laughs> but it's happening now so it's crazy we're good that year like so, like, Angel's talking about they held us down. Like, like I said, we played from on that team since we was in the fourth grade. Yeah. And the year that the team went to Florida, they put me and Angel down because of our grade, <laughs> because of our age, because we stopped going by grade. Yeah. So they hold us. Yeah. But Angel, I, I understand why Angel left. Angel was like, I'm not coming back because they did that. Me, I decided to stay, you know, try to just. Loyalty. Angels it wasn't even, it, there. It, hey, it, hey, it wasn't even, <laughs> hey, I ended, hey, I ended up going to Florida. You can't see much. If you, even if you ask Angel, like I was trying to go to Edgewood, I just couldn't make weight and play on a team. Yeah, he was on the mm. older group. Older group, like so, it was just like I go to Edgewood, I gotta play varsity, and they got a chance of making Florida, but I'm not playing with my my best friend. Gotcha. I'm not playing with my boys. I'm not playing with people that the team, like the coaches, is telling me, like, yo. You play on this team, we're going to do it. Yeah. I, it had to just be 125, but it's like, you know, I'm already a big cat. This is when I first started lifting, so it's like, <sighs> let me just go to 49 just finish this last year out. Hell yeah. But it's, yeah. Yeah, so 49ers and then 
we never got the background of like your Pop Warner AYF um, experience, Angel, but everyone knows your handy career. That was like your first podcast with us. We can touch base a little bit on that. But yeah. with Hassan, so you went from the Niners to where's your where's your journey for high school? My journey for high school, my freshman year, I played for Mount Pleasant. I played for Mount Pleasant my freshman year. You're the has to be the first person who's played football for Mount Pleasant. Actually, maybe the first person who's played for a public school that I've had on so far. So, yeah. how was like your experience playing? I played football too. I played at Saint, so I don't have that experience neither. And um, so how would you say that experience is playing at Mount Pleasant? Would you recommend it? Do you have any regrets? Would you wish you have went to Hendrick and LaSalle Saints I, classical? I do, but I don't. So like my high school, my high school experience was a little different than a lot of others. Like I Ooh. bounced around. So like my freshman year, I was at Mount Pleasant. Getting a little trouble, my mother wasn't having it, so I ended up going to the school down the street called E Cubed Academy, where I had to play for uh, Hope High School. So when I left Mount, it was like, all right, I'm leaving my boys. I could go to E Cube, do what I got to do. So school E Cube was great. Hope football was horrible. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Coach I can't Gib- remember the last time they've done anything. Yeah, Coach Gibbons, I love you. He knows bottom of my heart. I played with his son Gibby. Um, it was just horrible. And that, that was a play there, man. <laughs> Bad. So, like, my ninth and my tenth grade year, like, I finished the season at Hope. But Did you my, play in varsity immediately? Yeah, immediately. Like, so my, And then my tenth grade year, the fifth game against North Providence, I ended up breaking my right leg. Oh, shit. How the hell that happened? He got boomed. Cap. Cap. <laughs> it was actually in a pump block. So, I went in. I went to go block a punt. Angel's calling cap here. Nah, bro. I swear On to God. Pump block. Oh, I swear to God, bro. This is the craziest story too. Go so ahead, I'm listening. I go in to block a punt. I block the punt. When I block the punt, I just fall, like, just fall, and then I try to get up, and my knees like literally like in, and I'm just like something's broke. <laughs> like, you just know when something don't feel right. So I just get up. I'm trying to like I'm talking to the trainer. I'm like, yo, uh, I think my knees out of place. This Hope High School. I'm talking about Hope. I love you guys, but y'all ain't got nothing over there good. Like you're saying, trainers that don't really know. Just... Yeah, like the, this dude's like trying get to back like, in the game. Shut the fuck up. No, he's not, <laughs> like he just like it's like he trying to like massage my knee, and I'm like, yo, dude, it's broke. Like something in there is broke. It's not. But I end up just doing that. My junior year, I end up going back to Mount Pleasant, and that's when we end up getting uh, a new head coach in Peter Quayle. Coach Q he coaches at Central High School right now. He was also uh, Frederick Malay's coach. You know what I'm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my senior year, I moved to Georgia, and I played at Riverdale High School. But So what was the move for Georgia? Georgia, I just needed a new scenery. Like, at the time, you know, Rhode Island football, Rhode Island football isn't the way how it is now. I feel like Rhode Island football now is more, you know, promoted exposed. and more exposed. Like. We didn't so, have breakthrough at the time for us. So you were going in there with the motivation for football purposes? Yeah. Because okay. I, I knew my talent. I was like, man, if I go to any other state, especially a state like Georgia, I could go do some things. Right. So were you not like excelling in football on Rhode Island? Or you're doing too good that you want. I was doing. Right. I was doing good, but I was. I just wanted to challenge myself. You know, I had people out in Georgia. I. I'm not gonna lie to this day. Some days I regret leaving Mount Pleasant because I feel like Coach Q um, could have done a lot for me. He, he was telling me he's like, "Yo, bro, you stay over here. You give me this chance. Like I could, I could put you in the right places." And me just being a kid and just being, "Nah, man, I don't." You think you were a little hard headed at the yeah, time? Yeah, de- definitely, <laughs> definitely. I was definitely hard headed. I'm still hard headed to this. Hell yeah. But it's just like he's like, I know I'm his roommate. Nah, yeah, like I'm still. <laughs> my mother tell you I'm like hard headed. Like we so. 
So at the time, what do you think? You said you kind of regret leaving Pleasant. If you would have stayed, how do you think that would have changed your trajectory where you are now? I feel like I would have been, I probably would have been at URI playing ball because that was the, that was the goal for me. I wanted to. That was the goal for me. And me leaving, and then the next year seeing Freddie go over there, sticking to the process. All I had to do was stick to the process. I had the size, the speed, the intensity, whatever you could like. So looking back on it now, why do you think you were such like so hard headed and then you were set on going to Georgia? Because I was listening to other people. The wrong That's crowd. Listening to other people. That's one thing that I like that I'm really like mess you up. Like listening to people. Like yo, bro, if you do this, you do this, you'll be good. And it's like you trying to get a satisfaction of them, not knowing, yo, like if everything don't go right, what people is telling you, they not gonna be there to. I hope. Oh. You you tried. We're proud of you. You tried. No, nah, they just going, next dude. All right, we're going with him. So, You know, you shook your head over there, Angel. So do you believe in that, too? Do you have, like, a story on that? It seemed like it uh, touched, touched your soul right there with that reaction. Uh, just, like, listening to other people? Yeah. I mean, I would say I would say I was listening to other people a little bit in high school. Just, like, trying to, I don't know why, but my dumb ass trying to impress, like, other people, not worrying about, like, what I got to do for myself and what's best for me. But I didn't do it, like, too much because I know, like, obviously other people are going to try and tell you what to do, but at some point you just got to be like, all right, you're not in my shoes. Like, let me do what I can do. I know what I can get myself to, you know. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, so Georgia, how did that last year, your senior year in Georgia go? Oh, it was amazing. I'm not going to lie. One reason it was amazing, and this might sound sad, like the, my the girls. No, oh. <laughs> girls was. No, tell you something. Let's go back to football. We'll talk about the girls later. But no, like that year was amazing, and it's crazy because my three years playing varsity football in Rhode Island, I never had a winning season until I got to Georgia. When I got to Georgia. I remember my first day. Like my coach was like. This ain't Rhode Island football. They wouldn't even call me Rhode Island. They were saying Connecticut. I swear <laughs> to God. They called me Connecticut. I've never heard that one before. I always heard yeah. Long Island, Bro, you know, like so Boston, we, but Connecticut. So <laughs> me in the meeting, this is my first day in the meeting. I came the day before, showed him my film. He was like, come tomorrow for practice. We got a little speaker. Um, He was a pro player there. I forgot his name. Tom Brady. <laughs> Shit, I wish. <laughs> I'd be like, take me back home with you. <laughs> But no, nah, like they talking to the media and it's like we got a new player, uh, Connecticut stand up. I'm looking around like, what the who's Connecticut? What are you talking about? He's like, you young man, stand up. I'm like, I'm from Rhode Island, sir. He's like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, it was basically like that until like they actually see me play, and then when they see me play, like they let me play. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a blessing. I ended up picking them all region defensive all honors as a 190 pound defensive end. That's dope. Uh, made the Clayton County All-Star team. All in, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, but, Carl. Thank you, thank yeah. you. But, I, like, I did all that within seven months, and I ended up graduating and just going a different route. You are saying you're being, like, hard-headed and stuff like that at Pleasant. Do you think there was ever a road where you wasn't going to graduate? It was that bad in Pleasant? No, it was just – I was – I don't know. So I, when I was at Pleasant, the whole focus was, I'm not going to lie, I transferred to my Pleasant to go play basketball. That was the plan. I was like, you know what, I want to go play basketball. I thought I was going to play be basketball. 
one on one who's winning your angel? Me. Don't get don't 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 get crazy on it. Smoke. This guy. Smoke. This guy. All right. Best out of five. What's, 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 what's the season? Me. Best out of five. Best out of five. Three two me. Four, three four. two. So he's put a competition at least. Four four me. But, game seven. But, but the game winner shot. Best out of seven. Yeah, but, best but a dub's a dub. No. <clears throat> That's true. That's I true. lost the Super Bowl by one point. Right. That's fine. Dubs is dub. <laughs> That's fine. So pleasant. I mean, basketball was part of your plan at Pleasant. That did not happen. Or why? Was the coach have beef with you or something? Or Coach Q changed my mind perspective. Coach mm. Q literally, we had a conversation one day, and it was like right before the season was about to end. He's like, "Yo, what are you about to do after the season?" I'm like, "Shit, man, I'm about to go hoop. I'm going to do what I came to do here for." He was like, "Listen, I know you like basketball, but I want you to go look in the mirror and like think about it. You're a football player." Like mm. everything you do, your mannerisms is a football player. You think like a football player. You, you're a football player, and it really didn't sink in until like, like halfway the season when I'm seeing people lift weights, and I'm just like, damn, I should be lifting weights. I'm over here setting screens and shooting shots. It's like <laughs> setting screens. You're that guy. Yeah, bro. Gotta like, don't shoot, motherfucker. Nah. Set screens. Oh no, I used to shoot. <laughs> smoke is a smoke is like a set of screen doesn't roll, pop out, shoot pop out. type. Like if I never go screen, to the basket, I'm going to the corner. If I go to the basket, I'm going to get a foul. But that's because I need it. But I'm gonna shoot the ball ninety times, like nine times out of ten. Ninety nine. Okay, yeah, I'm shooting the ball. I'm shooting. I don't care. I'm sorry. You like Sam Hauser? Is all you're doing? Setting screen, and you're going to the three point line. I'm yo, bro, pick and pop. Pick and pop. So. Do you think that was good advice though? So like you're saying, like that was part of your plan. Yeah. But sometimes people do need to hear that perspective, that hard truth. Sometimes. Yeah. Um. Do you think Angel? Let's going back to you real quick. I've never asked you this because you were a two sport athlete at Hendrickson. Yeah. Do you think? Because obviously now you're a football guy. Um. Do you think you should have heard that in high school maybe? And you think that could have helped you forward yourself and progress in a better stat? You know, not better, but you know, in a better position down the line right out of Hendrickson if you just would have done football and football workouts in the offseason opposed to doing basketball yeah uh I mean I obviously think that it definitely would have made me like a better overall player because once football season's done and just imagine just like lifting till football season comes back making sure you're you know getting work on the field and stuff but for me basketball handy was fun as hell I loved it I love coach Gomes coach Kearns all everybody on the coaching staff uh, every single, except for my junior year, every other team that I've been on was fun as hell. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you don't have those regrets? No, nah, I don't have no regrets. It's, I mean, because I really use basketball as just like a, all right, football season's over. Let's go do something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it kept me in shape. So I wasn't, like, really regretting anything because I knew, like, I had to get bigger for football season. But, like... Mm-hmm. If I'm getting bigger during basketball season, that's just just gonna slow me down running up up and down the court, exactly. and I'm gonna get yeah. tired and all that. But and that I mean, was that was one of Coach Q's points. Like I remember, like end of the basketball season, I'm coming in to work out for football, and then he's like, "You can't play linebacker for me, you're like a damn point guard." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "What you mean? Like I'm still there?" But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's one thing too. Like people don't understand either. If you're playing basketball, you're not gonna gain size. Yeah, yeah. like you're burning so many calories. So much calories. The amount of food you're gonna need to eat 
to surplus that is you're not going to do in high school. It's literally mm-hmm. impossible. Like you can't eat that much during school. Like you can't eat. Well, most times you can't eat during class or in school, yeah. you know, high school. So it's, it's literally impossible. So you're not going to gain no type of size playing basketball. Yeah. Shit with me. I, I sweat like a motherfucker. So you one of those, those guys are KG? Yeah, I start like, what's his name? What's I'm his name? Like, uh, what's his name? Pablo Blanchett? Like he loses like seven pounds, right? <laughs> but I don't lose seven pounds. That's too much. That's tweet. I'd be sweating OD. It's mad weird. I'm like, I'm that guy who doesn't sweat it's really? like yeah i can be full on full game i'm not sweating it's like dante dante never sweats right, that, bro dante i don't get never bro. i'm like i'm that guy i don't sweat i feel like you guys are rare because <laughs> me i'm the type like I soaked walk, i walk oh out, yeah oh, oh yeah God. he's soaked i walk out the locker room sweating <laughs> you're like bro it's one play how the fuck you sweating like that oh one play i'm drenched like literally like one play out of shape like it's not even i'm out of shape i just it's just crazy like there's sometimes like i remember we was on a kick return this year and then kick, it was literally the first kick return of the game against um west con whiteout oh that game was lit and like i hit some kid and I'm hot, but I'm jumping. So you know what I'm saying? The intensity. I take my helmet off and I'm drenched, like soaking. <laughs> like I need a water. I'm like, damn. Like, like I just like I didn't even do nothing for real. That game was active though. We yeah, had, it was a great we, game. We had five NFL scouts there, man. With the game I lost my lens at. <sighs> yeah. yeah, that one, yeah, that one. It was bitch. that one, it was that one. I'm but, sorry, um, man. No, my so hurt after that. Hey man, so if upset. y'all find Effie's lenses, bring them bitches back. Please. At Cressy Field. Please, yes, for real. They're Stop waterproof. Like this, this is waterproof. Like, so waterproof. It, whoever got that motherfucking lens made out. Bring it back. Bring it back, please. please I'll ho- holler at us. This yeah. is a great man. <laughs> great man. He'll like, be back next year to take some pictures, man. Come on, man. And I, <laughs> and I won't bring the small lens this time. Back. But, um, yeah, so, you know, you had a good time in Georgia then. What was your process after Georgia? So you said you went to your JUCO. I went freshman I, transfer. So, what was this next stage after that? Were your, um, you know, the hard hitting questions here? Were your grades not good enough? Was it your tape not good enough? What was, was my the grade. reasoning? It was my grades. My grades. My grades in Rhode Island. I came. So, like, me, this is one of the reasons why I regret moving to Georgia because if I fucking knew the system, like, when I got over there, I didn't know the grades was A, B, C, F. Like, ain't no D's out there. No, in shit. Georgia? No, ain't no D's out there, dude. Like, you get a D, you failed. So, so, like, my ninth grade year, like, <laughs> I flunked. So, it looked crazy <laughs> on the transcript. So, it was like, I remember um, I went to go talk to uh, Georgia Military College, and we had a game against Fayette County. And I talked to Georgia Southern, the defensive coach. He's talking to me. He's like, yo, um, like, we, we want you. Like, yeah, you could come in and play inside, outside linebacker for us, and we'll turn you into a dog. So, I'm like, yeah, like, Sign me up I'm sign me up I'm like what I'm about to go play D1 football What Sign me up Dude asked my transcripts <laughs> I look at my transcripts I'm thinking I'm like man I'm good I done passed I passed everything back home I go to uh, School the next day Ask my transcripts Look at my transcripts I'm like uh, Why Like Back home These is passing great Yeah There's like um, Over here That's not passing So like My GPA was looking like Shitty I was like I don't even think I can get into college. <laughs> yeah, but even still, if it's a D1 school, your GPA would have to be at a, what, like a 2.0. 2.0. 2.3. 2.3, right? 2.3, right? So would you, you you wouldn't even have made it, though, even if it was, you were in Rhode Island. Dog. If I was in Rhode Island, I'd have made it. But in Georgia. What is you? If you flunked your freshman year, that thing wouldn't have, like, nah, followed yeah, but, you? But, but I, yeah, you're, you're, it's from your freshman year, senior year. That shit all follows. Yeah, so, but I'm not thinking it's like, a, B, C, D, F. Like, a D over here, like, 
me in ninth grade, yeah, I'm like, he's still gonna fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. I know that. That's yeah. part of no guidance. I like, my, I feel like if I had Coach Q my freshman year, everything would have been way better. smooth. Way so better. you're saying this, uh, Coach Q? I'm to be honest, I'm not familiar with him. Did he implement more of like, uh, you know, he's looking out for the kids. He's so giving you guys guidance on what grades you need to get, things along those yeah, lines. Because Coach Q, Coach Q is like a father figure to us. Coach Q came in to a shitty program and turned it into a championship program. In two years, Coach Q came in and took a team full of knuckleheads and turned them into kids playing at Cranston Stadium on Saturday. So, what you know, you experienced it yourself. How, what would you say was the difference, you know? Because people always try to do that. They're switching coach in and out all the yeah. time. You see that in the NFL, it doesn't work. But, you know, Pleasant, how do you say, and what changed that dynamic there? Uh, he got us. You know, Coach Q was a—he's an inner-city kid. He went to Central High School, but he's one of the inner-city kids that made it. He played for Nick Saban's Michigan State team. Nope. So once you play for a, a cat like Nick Saban, it's like, all right, I know what it takes to get here. And there's so much people back home that need people that had this experience, and they need people that give a fuck, <laughs> come back and actually like, yo, because all my coaches—I grew up with volunteers. Like I could, some of my coaches I see to this day, I love all my coaches, but like Coach Q was my first actual coach. Like he taught me, like, even though it was late, came my junior year, he was the first person I heard, grades is going to fuck you up. Yeah. He told me like, as brutal as it might say, like you can ask anybody that played under Coach Q, like he loved us. He wanted, like he, he calls us his kids. Yeah, so someone like that, you know, we've had, um, the Saints team on, and we had the LaSalle team right after they won the Super Bowl. And they were talking about the coaches, like, uh, you know, Coach Dunbar, Coach Nadim, and, um, you know, Zell, Zell, and uh, Zell. Zell Breakthrough. Zell Breakthrough. Stanley's coming on the podcast soon, actually. Stay tuned. Yes, sir, Coach. Yes, sir. Hey, and uh, Coach Stanley, I need a job. <laughs> hey. I'll at your boy. I'll send that clip to him. Um, but, you know, like, uh, and we had a coach, um, Washington from Central on too. Yeah. And um and Coach Alex, shout out Coach Alex as well. Shout out Coach Alex. Yes, sir. And you know, those coaches, you know, um, you know, Justin and Zell, we're talking about it, Ethan, uh, Moses, they're all saying, you know, they feel the difference. And how do you guys feel about playing for someone like that? Do you guys feel that difference in like the locker room when there's a coach like Nadim, Dunbar, you know, um, Alex Washington, do you feel like that tension between someone who's just volunteering their time? They're not really caring. They're just caring about themselves, trying to get to Florida. Yeah. They don't really care about these kids, you know, like the Nadims of the world and stuff like that. And you know, everybody has mentioned again, you know, yeah. Dunbar. Do you feel? How do you feel? Like, what do you think is a difference? Like being in your shoes, someone, especially yeah. someone like your level, Angel. How do you feel is the difference with someone like those type of coaches? I mean, if a coach cares about you, man then that's all you really want. You know what I'm saying? Because he, the coaches really shouldn't want it more than the kids. And I've heard that so many times growing up. So if you have like a coach that really cares about you and, you know, puts his time and effort to make sure you're good, then that's like the best feeling ever. Because that connection, that bond that y'all built like throughout the season will be tight as ever. Yeah. And say you like a, a young cat, sophomore, freshman, imagine what, that bonds like your fresh yeah i mean your senior year exactly so just having a coach that you know actually cares about you wants to see you succeed is you know great especially you know uh like he said football here football here now is going it's growing and i'm ha i mean i'm a, I'm a little you know salty we ain't get that here but like 
I'm happy to see, you know, the young guys, you know, go to work. Like you said, Justin, Zell, I saw, I was working out with Justin the other day, man. Yeah, man, shout out to the boys, man. It's facts. Even though they're the South Rams, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they still, they still boys, but. Yes, um, so do, would you, like, when you see those coaches like Dunbar and stuff like that, when you're on the field, you're feeling gas, you know, fatigued, fourth quarter, yeah. or, you know, after you do the 7-on-7 seven seven with Dunbar, but you don't can't get the point. Do you, like, deep, you know, dig down deep and play extra hard for them, like, opposed to someone you would who didn't give that effort and, you know, the caring, like you guys said? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to play hard regardless if a coach cares or not, but if a coach cares, that just shows that he really wants to see, you know, do big, do good things, you know what I'm saying? He wants, he puts you, so for Coach Dunbar, like, he put he put me on his 7-on-7 team, you know what I'm saying? He, I ain't have to, he ain't have to do that, yeah. but he wanted to see me, you know, he knows I had the talent, and he knows that I could do something on his team, and he actually cared, and I, shit, that was, like, the greatest three, three, four years I was with Breakthrough, that shit was fun as hell. Nah, yeah. Shout, shout out Coach Dunbar again, yo, facts. Facts, so what's your thoughts, um... Hassan, on that, you know, same situation, those type of coaches that you can see the difference. I feel like coaches like that, because they already know it. Like, especially coaches like Dunbar and Coach Washington and Alex. They played, they know, they're, they're students of the game. They know how it is. They know the grind. They know the hustle. They know the struggle. They know, I got to take this bus here to go here to this workout. I got to hop in this kid's car here to go to this camp. Or they know how that feels. And, mm-hmm. they, and it's like, Coaches like that is a blessing. So if you got coaches like that, just like you asked Andrew, like if you're tired and you like dog down, you're like, yo, I need a break. And that coach looks at you, you got to understand like there's so much that coach sacrificed for you. You can sacrifice. One rep. One rep. <laughs> you can sacrifice, even if it's for the game. If you got to yeah. go get, if coach, if coach Sylvester tells Andrew, yo, I know you're tired, but go run the street and bring us, <laughs> bring us to the, to the, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, so now we're at JUCO with your story right here now. So your grades wasn't good enough. You got uh, blue balls by the D one co- the D one <laughs> school, which was end up being your fault though. Yeah, you, you thought you were gonna go, then not work out. They got your transcript. They're like, on yeah. to the next. So after that, you know that you know I'm sure it was not news you were looking for. But that happens. What's the next step after that? So I go to the post grad out in Georgia. Uh, Atlanta Warriors, which is probably one of the, I'm not sure if you heard of it, uh, the little scam you thing going on. No, nah, what's that? So, like, it's like these coaches, they like, uh, they try to get a team together and they try to put you in this little online school to like, and they get you to pay and stuff. Oh, is that the school that, um, on ESPN? The <clears throat> yeah, push-up, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it was like, before that even happened, like, I was like probably one of the first people on that team, but I got up out of it before they even, because the dude like gave me a form. He's like, yeah, um, 10 bands. I'm like, all right, I got you, dog. And I played four games. I ain't paying that man a thing. You hear me? <laughs> so their their end goal is just to make money off these kids. Just to, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Just to get money, and they they got them. Off. Who the hell is we who are you guys facing? We was we was actually facing the clubs club teams like mm. club colleges like Middle State Georgia, Gordon State. We was facing like other teams. We actually faced like a D three school, Huntington College. They was actually in the tournament this year. Wow. Yeah. Could you did you did you use that tape for like your UMass? No, I didn't <laughs> because like it it wasn't even like legit. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like because I it was like uh, I'm wasting my time. So I got up out of it before they even try to you know say something. Say something. Like I didn't even I ain't taking no classes or nothing. I literally just went over there and I put some pads on and I was playing. Boy, where, where were you staying at? We were staying in apartments. 
we were staying in the apartments, and the cold, the funny thing is, the dude like didn't pay the 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 apartment leader money. So like the last, thank God I left. Like my boy called me on the last day. He's like, "Yo, bro, they evicting us." Damn. I said, "Nigga, why you ain't take that flight the other day?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, bro, what you doing up there still? But no, nah, yeah, and then after I'm I'm still on this. So who reached out to you for this? Like they're looking at kids, and they're like, "Yeah, what? it was some coach name, Coach Harvey, Harvey something. I forgot his name, but no. they 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 exposed them. They recently exposed them this year. Thank God they exposed them. He ended up like." Right after my team, like, we try to expose him. And then we just left to go 2019. And then he did it for 2020, 21, 20. And he got caught last year. That's crazy. It's crazy how he just Damn. he just got caught. That boy was up for the money. For the bread, bro. And, like, everybody else, like, being fools, talking about, yeah, man, I got to pay coach this money. I can pay coach this money. I can't even eat. I'm looking at him like, you dumb as hell. And I'm 17 at the time. I'm the youngest in the house. You know, I'm the youngest out of every every all my teammates. And it's just like, all right. That's crazy. Like, like those are the people that give like coaches a bad name. Yeah, and like those are the people that makes it tough to like trust yeah. people. But yeah. they're out here scamming kids. They don't have no morals, bro. It's, it's, it's fucked up. And like, it's this, crazy. This, was this, he bro. a volunteer? Huh? Volunteer? Oh, bro, you know, you know what's crazy, bro? <laughs> bro, the dude was cold. He played linebacker at Valdosta State. Jeez, like, bro, like in '96, '97, yeah, yo, but. the dude was like that. Like he, yo, he was a tank. <laughs> like. But it's, it's crazy how people him, go bro. out to like these extremes to scam people, That's and they're crazy. getting away with it too. Was he professional? I'm, mm. Like, was he wearing like a suit? How do you get it? Like, you just wearing like a track suit, and you just he just talks well or something. When you sell a dream to kids, they believe they believe it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was one of those kids, but I I realized I woke up. Yeah. I woke up. Other people, they they're like, oh no, we finna do this, we finna do this, and but like who's like the. One thing good about the coach, like, he was getting coaches to come to us. So I ended up, by the grace of God, I ended up getting recruited by a different JUCO in um, New York, Monroe College. And I'm going to Monroe College, COVID happens. Damn. And COVID keep going on because if you think about it, like, the first, the first, the hot spot of COVID was in New Rochelle, New York. So we evacuated, like, as soon as that shit dropped, like my mother was having it, she's like, yeah, you got to come home. Come home. I keep trying to go So back. what's your thought process at this time? You're like, I'm done with football. <clears throat> nah. I'm still giving it a chance. Nah, I'm actually, I'm calling him every, like, every time I come back, like, yo, we're working out, we're working out, because I'm still believing uh, I'm a football player. I'm like, you know what? Like, God's putting me in different positions where I could make something out of it. So let me put something out of it. Yeah, I mean, you're a friend, Angel. You, you want to hop in any point of this timeline? I'm just asking this question so we can go through the timeline. But yeah. if you ever want to hop in with any stories, For sure. anything at any moment, you can definitely feel free and make this, uh, you know, because you guys are really good friends. So you can mm -hmm. hop in at any moment. Yeah, that's uh, my son. <laughs> you see, there he go talking. <laughs> he basketball, he said. He said three. He said uh, four, three. Man, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, I ain't lying. After that, that COVID, like I just got sick of them just to like, other schools is playing, like other junior colleges is playing. And I'm just like, yo, dog, why are we not playing? Like, why are we not playing? What was their reasoning? COVID. Yeah. But if there are other schools are playing, then what's the difference? It was other states, though. Mm, okay. It was other states. I was, I was at prep school still he was playing. At prep, but he was still, still playing. playing. But I, we wasn't able to play. We had like six games under the belt, though. But that's but that's what like, the NJCAA was like, like scared. They was yeah. like, yes, like we don't trust it because every week somebody got it. 
Yeah. Every week a team was infected. We had to get tested every Monday. Yeah, that's what that's what my prep school did. We had to get tested every Monday, bro, and our test results came back like there was one time we was about to play I think Army and like we get tested like I think it was like late or something. We're driving up there, bro. Our test results didn't come mind you, we were like two hours away. <laughs> our test result our head coach thought our test results was about to come before the game. Mm-hmm. We pulled up to the stadium. Our test results ain't come back. We got to drive back. Yeah. Like, damn, bro. That's crazy. Um, when Kamali was on, talk, when he was playing his senior Hendrick, and he was stating that they had to wear masks. Do you guys have to wear masks under the helmets? For prep school? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm like, how did you guys I even survive? Know. I, know, like, I know they were wearing masks during basketball season. I don't know how either. But. Yeah. How, bro? We had to practice in masks. How is that? Like it made no sense to me. It made no sense. My thing is, this is this, this <laughs> blew me. Like we hitting each other, just sweating, dropping like, and we got what the hell is this blue mask going to do for me? <laughs> and I asked Kamali, I'm like, would you be able to wear like you know like when this winter time you guys were like the face coverings? Mm-hmm. I'm like, would that count? He's like, no. I'm like, how? Why? It's a fucking <laughs> covering. He's like, you need to have the mask under the covering. Yeah. I mean, that makes no, yeah, even worse. Dumb. Yeah, the world was crazy. We freaking, I think we wore the mask. Like when we first got to prep school, we wore the mask for like three weeks. And then once like the season started going, we just got away from it type. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now all of a sudden it's magically gone. So but either oh, way, that shit ain't gone. Uh, not gone, but no regulations anymore. Yeah, yeah, but that, either way. Yeah. So we're, now you're here, COVID. You guys are not playing. Next step. So, we're not playing. I'm like, all right, new school. I end up applying to, um, I end up reaching out to the coach in Northeastern Oklahoma. It's a junior college. Um, he's telling me, um, we got to see you play. Because at this point, me, I'm, I did a uh, position swap. Because up at Monroe, they had moved me from linebacker to running back. So, they don't put this in my head that I could play running back. So, I'm like, all right, let me go play running back. But I go to the workout. Yeah, he's hating. He's hating. But he's seeing me kill, dude. But I go to um, I go to the workout. I ended up like working. Like I don't. I worked out with Alex. Like I literally worked out with Alex for six months straight before my workout. He taught me how to run a route. He taught me how to break. And then I end up getting a scholarship on the spot over there. That's dope. So that goes through. Thank you. Thank you. That's another achievement. <laughs> but now, like, end up going over there. We're about to get ready for the first week. First week, we're playing Trinity Valley. So before we have um, our first game, it's annual that we have two scrimmages. First scrimmage I play, I do what I can. I had two carries for 30 yards, not too crazy. And then second scrimmage, I end up breaking my leg. Jesus. Yeah, so that's my luck with football. <laughs> but it was just like, I, even that didn't break me, like, it was my first surgery, so I was like nervous. But it was just like I'm I'm telling people every day, like, dude, when I get off this boot, it's gonna be something serious because I knew that like like I came too far. I did too many things. I went I went this is my third state. This yeah. doing the trying to do this the sport I love. So when you're, I'm assuming you are aware of this at that point, Angel. Yeah. When someone's telling you that, because um, I've known you at least since high school, you haven't haven't had the injury prone bug thank god yeah, thank wood. god thank god you have not had it so um you know you don't you know you don't have that experience with yeah. the injuries but you know someone like that second broken leg what's your advice to someone like that one of your best friends um you know going through that journey what do you you know say to them at that point yeah, most of the time when this man was hurt we'll be on the phone and shit so yeah. i was just telling him like shit take your time don't rush nothing back 
and uh, like don't get to the field or like any weight room shit until you know you can actually do that shit don't force nothing back because then if you force if you force yourself back and then another tweak happens then you, you fucked so i was just telling him take your time you know you know what you can do once you come back and shit so just stay healthy work your way back up into the weight room because you know leg probably weak as hell yo so just work your way get your leg muscles back you know what i'm saying get your tree trunks back and just ball out when you come back i'll be here it was never like oh you should give up nah never that because i ain't never gonna stop i ain't never gonna tell one of my mans like Especially one of my main men is just, yo, give up on your dream, bro. Yeah. Like, this this shit's over with. It's not meant for you. Like, my first day out the hospital, like, after surgery, like, after all the anesthesia wore off, I called Angel. I called him. I'm like, I'm crying because I'm like, yo, dog, I'm in pain. Like, sure. <laughs> I'm telling him it feel like there's a lighter inside my cast, and they just flicking it. And he's just like, he's trying to cheer me up. He's talking. He's like, yo, bro, you good? You good? I'm like, nah, dog. <laughs> I'm about to take this, this oxy and go to sleep, like. I can't deal with this pain. And it was just like, when I first came back, and he saw that I was walking. He texted me. He's like, we're going to Alex's tomorrow. We're lifting. And it's just like, I needed somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Especially at that time where, I'm not going to lie, at that time I was going through a lot, but I really wasn't like trying to, my focus was football. So like, if I needed, football just became a cleanse to me. Like if I need to do something, if I'm pissed or something, let me go work out. Let me go to the field. Let me get with Angel because Angel is gonna want to work out and go to the field. Yeah, so at that moment is bigger than it's bigger than football. Like football is mm-hmm. what you're doing, but yeah. it's the lessons behind what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I feel like I took no losses. I took I just learned lessons. Literally, I took no losses. Facts. Yeah, you know that's uh you know with sports that's uh the biggest thing behind it all. You know, not everyone's gonna make it to the league, but you know if you're going through that journey, there's always a lesson behind everything you do. Yeah. And um, you know, you're at that point. You finally walk in, working out with Alex. You're getting your legs under you. Angel's there supporting you. And then how do you end up at UMass Dartmouth? Because it seems at that point your tape is pretty dull. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. And so you don't have that much clips. So. Yeah. So Angel tells me, we go to a workout at Max Reed. It's just me and the boys. I see Dante. I see uh, Shane. Shout out Smooth. Mike V. Um, Mal. Easton. So we just over there. We just talking. And like. They're just like, yo, fellas, like, what's the move? And Angel brings it to my knowledge that him and Dante been talking about it. But it really wasn't, like, you know. So Dante brings it up. He's like, yo, bro, like, come play ball. Like, we know you're a dog. We're going to need you. We got somebody again out of there. We need you to come fill his spot. You still got your years of eligibility. Like, we need you. And me, I'm downplaying it because I'm like, you know, I don't know. I done did all this at this school over here. I done put like my name on the so the coaches know who I am when I come back. I'm like, nah man, let me just do this. But then I end up going home talking to my mom about it. And instantly my mom just fell in love with it. She was just like, like what else can you ask for? You're playing football, you're home, you're playing with your homeboys. Like everything's right here. You don't gotta go Midwest. You don't gotta go back down over there. She's like, if you don't like it then you gotta change it. But you know, the rest is history now. Go Corsairs. And Corsairs, baby, let's get it. Then we we are finally caught up. You guys know Angel's story. Now you guys know Hassan's story. I just had a question for you, Angel, real quick on the backtracking right here. You said, you know, you tell you'll never tell your man to, to give up on your dream. Yeah. And um, you know, you had a little up and down moments of your football journey as well. Were there 
anybody ever telling you to give up on your dream or because or anything like that or you just didn't pay attention to that negativity at all uh, or, do you like, or do you know people were saying it behind your back and things along those lines see that's the thing i don't listen to anybody that say shit about my back so if they can't say it in front of me they ain't you know what i'm saying they're weirdos they're weirdos but nine thank god i ain't never had anybody tell me you know like just like shit's over with it's clip like stop playing football thank god um i would say i had like a good support system from like my family to like my friends that are close or friends that i haven't even talked to in a while yeah. like they all i'm putting highlights up and stuff and they all like swiping up like i see you boy like keep doing your thing oh, yeah. so just like i don't i haven't really had any negative stuff for like my football stuff but like only like bad things that's really happened was just like you know at handy or at away games and they just talking shit but like yeah we still come home with a dub so it don't matter (laughs) that comes to the territory being good you just busting their ass that's all right though but yeah thank god i ain't have no negativity you know with this football stuff so yeah Yeah. at that wait out game i want to tell that story about that corner that you was busting that i seen i i could i wasn't on the field but i can tell after i played football before i can see the mannerisms and i'm like is that corner talking shit Dog, are you talking about the play where he caught it one hand? Yes, yeah, so like right, like right, at, like a little bit after, after that, right? Angel, he came up to you and started talking shit. I'm like, what Angel, are you talking shit? Can, can you tell him about that sequence of what happened? Tell, tell, just tell him. About nah, the so thing. I'm lining up, and by the way, you guys, we just like jump for like start like, yeah, like five did. games. We're like midway through the season. Yeah, this yeah. is happening, but midway, nah. But uh, so we're getting the play from the sideline, and I'm lining up, and I hear this dumbass. <laughs> Angel, stop playing with your food. Stop playing with your food, Angel. One Let's get about, a tutty. One thing about me, like, if I see, like, if I see my mans is in front of you and you just, like, because the, the play before, he played off. Yeah. And he was talking shit. Like, you're playing off and you're talking. So he stepped up. So as soon as he stepped up, I squatted down. Literally, I'm like, Angel, you better not play with your fucking. <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, it's going to get scary. Like, yeah. And I'm talking to the DB and then. Hike the ball. Hit him with a little, uh, uh. One hand snag, yeah. off for the cam. One hand snag, and we was off to the races. You know what I'm saying? And that was that Western Connecticut game. Yeah, it was calm. Yes, sir. And that ended up 48 to 21. Spank. Um, <laughs> Angels, I know you know off the top of your head what your stats were that game. Was it, was it like 5 for 161, I think? No, nah, I, I, like, I think it was like 5, 155, but two tutties. I should have had three. 141. 141. I should have had three. One of them got called back inside, though. We came home with a dub. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I was dropping. Came home with a dub. (laughs) Yeah, I told. Hey. Hey. And I was The whole season. (laughs) The whole season, this man's like, oh, I'm going to catch a pick. I'm like, smoke. You my man's and all, but you not catching a pick. (laughs) You not catching a pick. The situations where I should have caught picks was off swing routes. Mm. So, like, D line, that's pretty much like a dog. Yeah, yeah. That's the only time I'm going to. So, but like, I'm. The way I'm looking at it, it's like, oh, if he throws this ball, it's clipped. He's slow. <laughs> oh, but but every time I got off the ball, I was either in front of the ball when he threw it. Mm-mm. Yeah, look at um Westfield. I, I could we could pull it up if you want. <laughs> he is. What he's trying to say is he wasn't fast enough to get to the ball. I was. He's fa- just trying to put it in his way. You know what no, I'm saying? The first one was a, the, the first one. I was that one. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one. I, I had a Big Mac before the game. That was, I wasn't fast enough to get that one. Uh, he said a Big the, Mac. But the second one was like, all right, all right, Hassan, like, come on. Like, 
I've delayed. I got in front of the ball, and the ball's coming this way. I'm trying to catch a one hand back here. So I'm like, bro, what the hell? And that would have been like a two yard reception for a touchdown, bro. It was right there, bro. Right? It was right at that. They're at the. He probably would have got hooked. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> even at two yards in. If you guys ever like look up the word hater in the dictionary, it's not I. His, his face is gonna pop up. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's I not. promise you. Well, it's not. I'm just stating facts. So yeah. stating facts, and what is a fact is you guys were nine and two for this season. 8-0 conference record. Yes, sir. 5-0 and at home, 4-2 and away. So coming into the season, um, you know, I'm not, I know UMass, Dartmouth, they weren't the most successful team for a while because I had a friend who actually played at um, Framingham. He's uh, he's my age, and Framingham was nasty at that point. Yeah. And he's like, bro, we would always wax UMass, <laughs> Dartmouth all the time. Because he, he watched your podcast, and he was like, oh, unfortunately for your boy, we're going to smack you guys. Because he didn't know that, like, the situation now. So that all being historically, you know, <sighs> just because history, you know. So he's saying all that type of stuff. So UMass was had a lot of down years, essentially. Yeah. Coming into this season, I don't, honestly, I'm not familiar with what they did last season. Yeah. Were they good? Was there like, you know, where, what was like the turning point of the UMass Dartmouth? So I would say last year, last year was their turning point. Um, they won. I know they won. Uh, they had a good season. I think it was. They went nine and two last year too. They did. Yeah. Oh yeah, they just didn't go to the national playoffs, but they did win a bowl game. Yeah, they were nine. So they two. won a bowl game. Uh, so I think that like kind of started giving them confidence and stuff. And once like we got, cause we have like thirty five Rhode Island players on the team. So like once we got like enough like guys where we know like, I right, he can ball, he can ball, he can ball. Like we just gained confidence, and this year against Framingham, Framingham was like my first my first game, cause the first two games I didn't get to play, but Framingham. Oh, this is for you. That boy. Framingham was my first game. I'm looking. Let me look at it right at the camera. That boy ball. Framingham was my first game. I had five receptions, 161 yards, and two touchdowns. Wow. Hey, hey, is this camera right here? Yeah, right there. Hey, dog. Right there. Yeah, I was in for a rude but in that day. That was my first game. After that, we played Worcester. There, yeah, we smacked them. After that, I don't know who we played that, but all yeah, I know. As I was just checking, so for 18 to 19 is when they turned it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They were like 5-5, five and five, and then they went to a winning record since then. And they haven't beat. For, this year was the first year we beat Fairbanks since, since 2016. Yeah, that's what he was stating. He's like, uh, well, typically we would kick their ass. But so it was, um, here's your schedule here. So it typically. was. So Framingham, then you had a Worcester State the following week, and then a Western West Connecticut. So um, oh. yeah, getting a quick just recap. We don't have to go detailed into yeah. it. Um, what's like the highlights of this season? So you didn't play against I can't even I don't know who Hudson, Hudson and Anna Maria. Why did you play those two games? Little personal reasons. He didn't want to embarrass you guys. That's the personal. Reason. <laughs> he wanted to give you guys a two game uh, jump start on his stats for the season. <laughs> So that being said, so you know, didn't play them too. Your yeah. opener was Framingham State, mm-hmm. then Worcester State. So yeah. these two games, you said you just gave your Framingham story. And then um noteworthy of the Worcester State game. Worcester uh I had a hundred and something. Uh I don't think I think I had one tutty or I don't, I didn't score. Yeah, I don't think I scored that game, but again, still came out with a win, so it does not matter. Yeah, um, Worcester State was my highest game in tackles. And then Western Connecticut, we won. Like I said before, I had two touchdowns, should have been three. After that, Mass Maritime was my, I would say, best season game. 
I went off for nine catches, I think, or seven for 191 yards. Uh, two touchdowns. So that that all being said, so oh, you know, I went to the Western Connecticut game, mm-hmm. and when I'm you know outside looking in, it doesn't also seem like Dante is forcing the ball to you. It seems yeah. like it's pretty spread out. You guys have a high powered offense. Yeah. Um, how do you guys think you're utilizing your players? Like, how do you think it's such a well oiled machine at this point, first year there? Uh, I think we're doing really well. I think Coach Sylvester, you know, really trusts every single one of our skill players. So, like, to Dante, to the run, like, because we have, our running back group is tough, and I'm saying this right now, they're all tough. We have four running backs that are all tough. Shout out Louie, Marv, Jalen, Charno, all the guys, and then, you know what I'm saying, to the, to the big wide receiver group, shout out all my guys there, man, Keenan, Mike, Mal, Easton. A B, you know what I'm saying? A B haven't even showed out yet. You know what I'm saying? We about to go crazy next year. And sh- of course, shout out to the big boys up front, because without y'all, ain't none of this possible. That is facts. That's not, a lot of things. People who don't like watch football, you know, like the novices, yeah. they don't understand how much a offensive line is. Yeah. You know, impactful to a team. Yeah. Um. You know, just like going quickly, like our, our line, our line being the Miami Dolphins line, still <laughs> mediocre, still like second, like twelve, like, like twelve in the league right now. But last year it was thirty second by a mile. It was like thirty yeah. first, and like Dolphins all the way down here, and that's why two are struggling. You, he doesn't have time to throw the ball. He can't process anything. He's running for his life half the time because of a bad line. Yeah. And then, you know, even like, look how good Baker Mayfield looked on the Browns because his line was amazing. Yeah. You know, why has he done says that? Not really much. It, you know, that line can make an average quarterback look great mm-hmm. and it can make a good quarterback look terrible. Yes, mm-hmm. thing people don't understand. So, you know, shout out to your line right here at UMass right now. Max. Shout out to the big boys. Shout out, shout out to them big boys. Gimmer, Los, yeah, BD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Paulus. Paulus and Big Hen. Big Hen, though. Yeah, so any uh, any good story? So, you know, you know the guess game by game. Any, okay. You know, uh, funny, good, positive stories or anything like memorable from the West, Westfield Oof, State game? Them boys was talking. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. So, I guess, like... What I was told that every single year they play Westfield, it's always like a battle for some reason. Like, I don't want to talk shit, but like they're not like a great team, but like they're a decent team, and it's always like a battle between them. Like they're well coached, you know what I'm saying? But in the beginning, we struggled just moving the ball. I don't know why, but moving the ball. So you know they had confidence and stuff, but there was this one kid that just kept on talking and talking. And the talk, the talkers, the talkers. Does it get under your skin? Are you getting annoyed, or let's like do shut the fuck up, or nah. it's like motivating you? Yeah, I would say it's motivating. I mean, cause it's not. <laughs> it's gonna, it's only gonna get worse for him, cause he's just turning <laughs> on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whoever, and that's for anybody who's guarding. If you talking shit, then you better back it up. I don't care if you number one DB in the nation, all that. You better show me. Well, How about? <laughs> How about you, Hassan? When people are talking shit, it seems like you're the shit talker. Yeah, I'm the shit talker. You're the Draymond. So like you, Max. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but I don't talk shit unless like, unless I'm like shit's being talked. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm the cool one. Like I'm the type of kid. Like if I my shit talking is like I talk to the player. Like hey, how you doing? Like 
know what I'm oh, saying? you're giving that Tim Duncan. Yeah, nah, like, like, Tim Duncan. Like, I like your cleats, and then like, like so he'll say something to me. I'll be like, "Shut up!" I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're egging them on. Yeah, like I'm egging them on. I'm not just like a like probably the most game I talked crazy was probably Ithaca game, the playoff game. Oh, oh my lord! I'm not gonna lie, but they had every reason to talk. Yeah. So me just being me, I was like, I'm not gonna let that. That's I'm not finna. You're not finna. Whoop my ass and talk. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going. I'm gonna do what I can do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, me. I'm. I'm not. I talk a lot of shit, but I talk I, shit to encourage people. Oh, shit to encourage. Yeah. I mean, I start talking shit once the other person starts talking shit. Like I'm a cool. You know what I'm saying? Calm, collected. Play my game, and once they start going, I'm like, all right. Yeah. I guess this is what you want. Like I could be an <laughs> asshole. Like this games this year where I've verbally assaulted people. Like so, so do you uh, trash talking because I'm not a big trash talker in the field. Yeah. What do you have like a go to or is this like pass up in your head or what's like, what's like your go to like insult on the on the field? I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I can say Ron. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I hate. Friendly. I hate like bringing up that Ithaca game, right? So, like third quarter, you know, we getting our ass waxed. A bench player comes in. Shakes some ass. <laughs> a bench player comes in and starts talking crazy. And I'm like, fam, you ain't put in no work and you just got in the third quarter. If you were here the whole game, okay. Yeah. Applaud. But you just got in the third quarter, fam. You cannot talk shit to me. So that's that's one of those things that's, that's making you mad. Like, your skin's getting tight at that point. Like, eh. It's just, nah, it's just irritating because, like, bro, you ain't put in no work. You've been on the bench talking shit, <laughs> and you haven't stepped in between these lines yet. So you're going back with that motherfucker? A little bit, <laughs> but, like, nothing too crazy. I had, So there was one player that me, my boy Stakely and the kid that was talking shit, like, was getting into a little scuffle, <laughs> scuffle and I tried to break him up. And he starts talking shit to me. I'm like, man, my dumbass didn't even do nothing, you stupid. What are you talking about? <laughs> nah, to me, I'm the type that's just... I'm. I'm overly aggressive, but I'm not. Like, I could come off aggressive and just be like a straight dickhead, but like that's just not me. Like I really like, I really like to show my 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 style of play first. Like if yeah. I do a spin move on you, or if I you know do a swim, or I rip you crazy as clip, like as clip. Like I'm gonna tell you everything. I'm gonna be like your father raised the bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that boy Dante be going crazy when he talks shit. Yeah, yeah, Dante. Dante yo. be the worst. <laughs> Imitation him real Dante quick. Be the worst, huh? Imitate him real quick. What's, what's the, what's the oh. I'm not gonna lie. You fucking suck, you fucking <laughs> dummy. <laughs> yo, bro. Oh, bro. oh, when he talks to himself, it kills me. Oh yeah. Yo, give, give the camera a little example. So like Dante will throw like a <laughs> a bad ball. He like bad ball. you're such a pussy, Dante. You're yo. such a pussy, Dante. <laughs> like and it's crazy. Like especially this summer. Like I'm hiking on the ball. And he'll throw like a ball. I think is great. Like I think it's great. He's like. You're such a fucking loser, Dante. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, he just motivated himself. But, but like, so that's my you dog. need people like like if you if you if you could talk to yourself like that because you know what you're supposed to expect, then the sky's the limit. For that's you. what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, he was talking to himself like that. Did you see the numbers he put up this year? Like Jesus Christ, they were nuts. I know that for damn sure. Uh, Golden yeah. Helmet Award winner. That that man's hey. like that. Hey, that's hey. mine next year. Shout out to my boy Dante. DPOI coming this way. Hey, let's get it, baby. So, um, yeah, so when you see that, is that motivating you, though? Like with someone like a Dante is talking trash to himself like that or seeing his work ethic? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if anybody ever tries to talk shit to my quarterback, you know what I'm saying, then I'm going to step up, especially during the game because 
If you if you fuck up in your coverage and me and Dante end up scoring when you was just talking shit, best believe you're gonna hear both of us. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna best see me running you. from the sideline. <laughs> best believe you're gonna hear both of us. Because every time Angel scored this year, I was somehow on the field or in the end zone. It's funny, uh, I'm not sure if you guys watch Dolphin games, but Christian Wilkins is like that in the Dolphins. Every time like they score, you see Christian Wilkins in there celebrating with them. It's like, yeah. bro, you're not even on offense. He's, all, yeah. he's always that guy celebrating with the offense. Like if, like, if Angel posts his highlight tape, like coming gonna, soon, people gonna think I'm groupied out. Like, coming you gonna soon. see number 23 just <laughs> wilding. Like, you, if I see Angel in the air, my hands is up. If I see him running, my hands, I'm running down the sideline with him. Like, who's 23? Is that the quarterback? Like, nah, that's Hassan. That's, <laughs> that's a dog right there. That boy be coming off the sideline. Like, we got a picture together where, like, he scored. And, like, I'm supposed to be in the defense of me and getting ready for, you know, get back on defense. And I'm over here dancing with him. Like, we yeah. just. <laughs> actually, I took that photo, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Told, get the lenses on. back. Bring yeah. the lenses back, man. Yes, please return Facts. them. So, uh, Westfield, <laughs> Fitzburg State, you guys. Give them, them that donut. Yes, facts, them. So any, any memorable things happened there? Anything mm. podcast worthy or just a beat down? Nah, just a beat down. Just a beat down. All right, so Bridgewater State next. Got my first sack of the year. Shout out, shout out to my, my first sack of the year. It wasn't, in, it wasn't how I... I should have had two sacks that year. I got hurt. Second quarter? Yeah. Oh, second no. quarter. Second? Was it third, second? Third. No, I didn't uh, make it through half. You didn't make it through half? I didn't, I didn't oh, make it through half. Second quarter? Second, yeah. I was mad, though. Cause I only needed seven, eighty something, or like so I don't know. I was I wanted that to be my you thousand need, game. You eighty yards to get a thousand. I wanted that to be my eighty. I mean my thousand yard game. But Whoever booked the eighty over yards on DraftKings for Angel Sanchez that day lost their bet. They lost a parlay because you got Jesus hurt. Christ, hey, but but. I had seven games over a hundred, so we good, baby. You got your money. <laughs> if you, you better sack on money. me that day, I probably got your girl a Prada purse. So, oh yeah, you know and saying? the parlay, they just want a million bucks. <laughs> the one sack for Hassan that day. So you Facts. Had to vote for that. That's all you get. <laughs> so, yeah. so you, you were pumped at that point. You one sack of the year. You were amped, talking yeah. shit. Because that that's the game where like, because I came in when I came in, I was played behind um, a defensive end of. Name of Josh Lassert. He's a dog. He's dog. been over the program. He's probably one of the program's greatest defensive end. So, like, me playing behind him, like, it was frustrating because it's like, you got two players at this caliber. Why don't you obviously put them in together? But it was a blessing in disguise because it was a learning experience. And, you know, after Josh, there was nobody else next. Josh dealt with his series of injuries this year. Um, but he had to come out the game. And this game's I had to finish for him. That was one of the games where they gave me the opportunity to go ball. Like, first quarter, Josh was hurting, and it was like, you got it. So I had, I had, I think I had like three tackles that game. Uh, like two of them were for loss, and I got my first sack. And then Plymouth came, conference championship, they let me play. Like they let me do the same thing next game. I got a pass deflection. I'm getting up like um Sante Samuel and stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm waving them off. You know. Like it was a great. Nah. Why, why are you saying not nah for us? Cause man, they called back my punt return at Bridgewater. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. And, yeah, and the crazy thing about that punt return, we're in the defensive huddle. Like we just got off the field because we're running punt return. And I'm the coach is talking to me. He's like Hassan, uh, you're doing good. Woo, woo, woo. He's telling me, and I just hear everybody. I'm looking at the stance. Everybody's going ballistic, and I'm like, I don't know if I should turn around and <laughs> like look at him or just like. 
Cause when we go when we go to the sidelines, like we're our bench is facing the crowd, yeah. and they don't really want us. Like so, if looking offense is on the ground and defense on the field, like they don't really want us looking at the game because we got you know game plan. What's what we do in next series type. So, like there would be times where the offense is on the bench, and I know the defense is going crazy, and I'm just yeah. like, damn, I can't turn around. <laughs> that's tough. So that sucks for you, but um, I'm not getting that uh punt return, but um, just his ball out game. But it's the two games, uh, Bridgewater State yeah. and the Plymouth, being his friend, his roommate, knowing his struggles, seeing him do good those games, how is that feeling for you? Watch, obviously, you, you play offense, yeah. you play defense, you get to see him. Well, you can't really see him, like you just said, actually, but you know he's playing A little bit, yeah. A little bit. So, you know, or even in you know, highlights, mm-hmm. watching the film after the next day, how do you feel seeing him finally, you know, get those uh, that playing time? Shit. Happy. I was seeing this guy's mouth whole season talking about Coach is doing me dirty. Coach is like, I ain't getting... Like, there'll be times, like, after games, he's just, like, mad. And I'm like, yo, we just won. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And he's yeah, just bro, like, I'm shit, hot. bro. I, I barely got in. Like, and I was just like, shit, bro. Your time's coming. You know what I'm saying? Just wait. And that's this is when, like, what he said, Josh was dealing with, like, injuries and stuff. So I'm like, man, just... If he goes down, just step up when your name's called, you know? Do your thing. And then, you know what I'm saying? My boy got a little sack on him. Hey, <laughs> hey. Hey, get that stack. Yeah, that boy got a stack. I don't know. Because it's just frustrating when you, like, you got one person telling you your time's coming. Now you got 30 people telling you, it's like, well, damn, when the hell is my time coming? Like, <laughs> yeah, sometimes maybe you feel like you're getting let on, but then yeah. You, know, yeah. you got the opportunity to show it and then you showcase in these two games. But it's all about trusting the process because, like, at the end of the year, me and my coach had a meeting and he was like, yo, like, it's time to get right next year. Like, we're going to run this mascac for a couple of years, and you're going to be my guy, like one of my guys. Because our defense is star-studded, like, and the pieces we got coming together is going to – wow. Yeah, the Plymouth game, 46-21. That's the game you guys were, the 2022 mascat champions. Yes, sir. Hey, BBS, get it? How do you guys feel about that? Ring season. I feel great. I feel great. I feel amazing, man. It was our first – Conference chip since 2002? 2002. And oh. it's, it's our first championship together since 2010. Yeah, since 2010. So, so that's, what, 12 years? 12 years. Yeah. Been making. Yeah. Then, the, uh, you know, we have to wrap it up here with this ass kicking. <laughs> so, with the, the first round of the playoffs, Ithaca yeah. did wax you guys. So, yeah, they did. you know, learning lesson here, you know, 20 to 63. What um we guys just not prepared? We just they were just the better team or um, I mean, I would say we was prepared. It was just it's hard. It's hard to come out with a win or have a game close when we have four turnovers in like six minutes. Yeah, man, we turned that ball, man. I ain't gonna lie. Twenty eight points. Twenty eight points in four minutes. Well, they, so they obviously they scored every single. Yeah, it was inside. Turnover. It was inside that they're twenty. Inside their twenty, inside their thirty. So like we we got the ball first drive, fumble inside their twenty. They kick it off to us. Fumble. Fumble. They score. We go back on offense. I think we drove. We drove down the field. We didn't put points up though. We they get the ball. They score. We get the ball back. We fumble again. Sheesh. 
So it was just we were. I feel like we were prepared. We just were killing ourselves with the fumbles and turnovers. It was the first time you guys really dealt with that type of adversity. It's probably yeah. since Anna Maria, which is 48-63. Yeah. But at least you guys were scoring there. It seemed like a little Anna bit more of the game. Anna Maria wasn't even supposed to go down like that. Yeah, I it didn't play just, that game. So I feel like Anna Marie, like me, me personally speaking, I feel like that Anna Marie game was a wake-up call. Because, you know, the year before we had, they won the New England Bowl, you know, they're projected to be the top three team in New England. So you already get it. And then you go through a team like Hudson, you whoop their ass. Everybody's like, and we, I've seen it at practice. Like that week, I was like, man, I'm not, everybody's not locked in. Everybody's, you know, like a day is a cool. It's like, oh, this season about to go through a breeze. We just killed Hudson. Like every team that walks in our faces. Week. Anna Maria just came and was like, mm mm. Like, woke us up for so that real. Was, that was kind of a different type of game than this yeah. Ithaca game. First time you guys were facing adversity all season. And yeah. It just didn't. You guys were just maybe uh, shooting ourselves in the yeah. foot. Yeah. And but we'll be back. Oh, yeah. Mark my words. Yeah, we'll be back. So, sure. how is, how, or what are the expectations for the 2023 season? What should but, we see from the team and from Angel? Uh, coming up shit from the team like we say all, like our coaches say all the time 1-0 win the rep just go one game at a time take practice serious make sure everybody's in the weight room make sure everybody's on time to meetings cause this year like like he said he had his one-on-one coaching meeting with his coach like defensive coach I had a one-on-one coaching with the offensive coach and he was just telling me like gotta be one of the leaders this year like I mean next year coming up and then just like he knows, he knows I can ball and stuff, but he was just like, we need you to step up and be a leader. Dante can't be the only one talking all the time because he talks too much. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'll definitely, you know, try and help my best. I'm to try to be my best around the guys and just set an example because I'm, I know there was times where they're just like, where I've been on teams and I'm supposed to be like the leader and stuff, but I don't really. When I'm like the older guy in the group or like just the top guys, I don't really say too much. I just do it. But, like, when I do talk, like, that's this is, like, I mean it. Like, we got to, like, actually turn on. Because there was just one game, I forgot. I think it was Westfield. There was, we, everybody was oh, just talking yeah. on the bench, like, when the offense was out. And I'm just focusing down, head down. And I get up and just start spazzing on him. I'm like, bro, like, we got to wake the fuck up. i never seen Angel like that. I was like, we got to wake the, like, and I was just, I told him. I'm like, shit, I don't do this yelling shit because, like, we're in the middle of a game. But we got to wake the fuck up. Like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. But, yeah, just be a leader more next year. You know, get in the weight room. Put more numbers up. For me, personally, shit. I'm coming for everything. I ain't get All-American this year, so I ain't I ain't do too much. Use that so, as motivation to be yeah, All-American for sure. this year. I'm coming. I'm letting, and I'm getting a full season. Mm-hmm. So the numbers is going to be even crazier. I'm going to get bigger. I'm going to get faster. Galaxy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just getting started. The connection with Dante is going to be better. That's exactly what I was just about to say. Uh, the connection with me and Dante is only going to get better. If you think you missed the Corsair <laughs> game this year, you're not going to want to miss nothing next year. Nothing at all, because this team we're about to have next year is crazy. Have mercy. And y'all can pull up, have the whole prov, cranny, all that. Pull up, show some support, love. And like I said with me, man, just go crazy. I yeah, need man. that. I need that All-American. Showing that love. You guys may see him pull a Tom Brady on the sidelines. And um, how about you, Hassan? What is your expectations for the next season? You said you were playing behind 
Um, I forget his name, but he was, you were playing behind someone this entire Josh. season, Josh. Yeah. So, what is your expectations for next season? What's your work ethic and you know mindset coming into the season? Um, my expectations for next season is, you know, me and the coach we talked about it, and next year I'm gonna be on the other side of Josh, so we can have both ends there, and we're just. Oh, man, it's just going to be crazy, man. Like, we had a great defense this year where, like, everybody was just flying around. Oh, yeah. And now that, like, the pieces the pieces we have fit so well together, like, we got so much cast on the team. Like, we got dogs and a kid named Sam Alicia, a kid named Hendrick, and a kid's a Handy. dog. And he's like a linebacker rusher, but it's like you have me on one end, Josh on one end, and you just have him just ready to just bite. Like, you don't know yeah. what's about to happen. And then we just, the DBs, our linebacker core, even the up front, we're losing two seniors up front. Okay, but what we're gaining is just incredible. Yeah, It's about to be crazy. Me, my expectations is to be the most dominant defensive end in the MASCAC in Division Three. I want every quarterback to fear me. I want every running back to... Think about bouncing to the outside and be like, "Oh shit, Hassan's over there." I can't do that because it's gonna hurt. <laughs> like I just like I like I really want to like. I showed what I could do this year. Yeah, for sure. But like, I really just want I want the world to know like, "Oh shit, this kid is not playing." Like we here, and yeah, it's gonna like, happen this year. It's gonna happen this year. Like I, show, it's God. gonna happen this year. This camera right here, dog. <laughs> it's about to get filthy this year. Hey. I promise to God. From, both, both, from offense, defense, to coaching staff, to the trainers, to UMass Dartmouth is the school to watch this shit. Facts. Yes, sir. Like I said, one more thing, man. Ain't no more, ain't no more getting bullied. If we see Ithaca again, we they, oh, be, yeah. they better be oh, ready. Yeah. We want the smoke, dog. They better be ready. They want the smoke. They're coming back for that repeat championship again, baby, and taking the crown this year for the Nationals. And just uh, I like to do with, um, you know, Angel knows this on the podcast before, with people who are close um, Hassan, any flowers you want to give to Angel on cam while people are still here? We have to give flowers as well. Like, you know, people are really good friends. Anything you want to say to Angel on cam, just for the, you know, that bond you guys have with, with each other? This guy. <laughs> nah, man. Angel, like, I really appreciate Angel. Like, the, the longevity of friendships that I've been through in my life, I can say that Angel has stuck through everything. You know what I'm saying? Angel has been around he's been even when he's not around me and angel live not but 10 minutes apart but it's like we always gonna find a way to be with each other somehow some way like it's crazy how two years ago we was both in different positions like i'm in a post-grad he's still in high school and he go to post-grad i go to juco and then we end up coming back to play football together you know so like i just angel know like i'm i'm grateful for this kid man like you need people like this to push you every day like People like Andrew Sanchez, like not even the work ethic and the football player, the person. Like you need people like him. Like we we damn near the same. I'm just dark skin. <laughs> like that's really it. Like you need somebody that's gonna be you. Like simple. It's like the, me and Angel probably the only people that wake up at eight o'clock in the morning singing R and B songs. Which one? Everyone. All of them. It don't matter. You put a shuffle on this clip. <laughs> like literally, it's a clip. Like it, like we. We didn't went to we didn't went to sleep what four o'clock in the morning, just jamming out like, ah right, yeah it's time to go to sleep. You know <laughs> like yeah we're bugging and be like ah right, yeah 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 and then wake up like. Right Angel, back to Angel it. told me the Angels first game back frame of him. You remember what song you told me to play when you wake up? 
Triple H. Huh? Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> when Angel, I woke up first and I seen Angel move. I done uh, put on the speaker. He done woke up and rolled out of bed like the Undertaker. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like, like you just need friendships like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure. It's not bro. even a friendship. It's a brotherhood at this point. Like, from six to twenty-one. Like we've been doing a lot of things together. We've been Amen. playing football together, played basketball together. We done seen each other go through it. We done cry together. We done a lot of things. Like a lot of things. Like we done, we done been through it all. And just to see where we came now, just still following, still doing the same thing we did when we first met. It's just like damn, like. Amen. That bond is to continue to grow yeah. stronger as well. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Angel, to his son? That was pretty kind words, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> nah, but shit, Hassan knows what's up, man. We've, like you said, we've been knowing each other since <laughs> shit, six years old. We've been through a lot of shit. Yeah. Like you said, first time actually, you know, rooming with this dumb <laughs> was probably like best times I had in school. Fucking wake up early, like he said, bullshitting, just enjoying life, man. Just yeah. living living and playing football lifting weights yeah one of my you know best friends growing up it's just fun like he said still playing football which is like after high school not a lot of kids do not a lot of kids do still playing college ball thank god um but yeah there's so many things to say and like he knows himself. I don't really. <laughs> he's not trying to make me cry. Yeah, yeah you know, that's why. He, but he just being that's my guy. He, like he's like he said earlier in the in the fuck in the. Ah, oh, you might have the that. podcast. Yeah, in the podcast. <laughs> like you said early in the podcast, like his family knows my family, and like we've been knowing each other since flag football. Yeah, First quarterback I had. We had exactly. great times. You heard him. Nah, but. It's all love between me and him, his little brother, my little brother. They know like knuckle knuckleheads. You know what I'm saying? They just like he said, we brothers. They just it's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. You like the only time we're probably serious is in a game, and we're barely serious. Like probably one of us would be serious. Like if I'm pissed, Angel would be like, "Yo, bro!" Like or if he pissed, I'm like, "Yo, bro!" Like. But offsetting each other yeah. yeah that's That's how it be for real Like during the games Like we'll be up At like two or three touchdowns Me and Hassan Just look at each other Like yo Yeah we just start Doing some <laughs> BS Like yo bro Like And start playing music Up top Bro if last chance You came to our school Lord <laughs> God They would give us a deal They'll start playing music <laughs> They start playing music up top, yeah. and me and Hassan just, you know, start dancing, dancing in our own little world. Dancing. Like, like just having fun. Crazy. Like, after the WestCon game, they started playing Teach Me How to Dougie. Yeah, just, I like, was like, okay, they going crazy in here. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, my cousin got a video of it. He's like, look at these two kids. Like, And it's just like, that's what it is. It's two kids from Providence Facts. playing college football together. Hey, dope, man. A lot of people can't say that, especially playing football with your best friend. Yeah. Rooming with your best friend. You guys got memories coming up next season. And you know many more memories to come through. Thanks. I'm so I'm glad you guys came through. Make sure you follow my guys underscore Angel Sanchez five. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right here, right here, and my guy. Make sure you follow my guy Hassan. Your name is Smoke the Narrow thirteen. Long live DJ man. Make sure you follow your boy Explore FF on all social medias. Make sure you follow the podcast page EG Pod Thunder on all social medias. YouTube, like, subscribe, send us to the moon, and make sure you tune in to their highlight tapes coming up soon. Angels dropping soon, his man. Soon. big things coming for next season, twenty twenty three. Get it, baby. Let's get the repeat. Yeah, man.